50 Plus a Tip is brought to you by some amazing sponsors. Studio X is a boutique adult production company that creates premium erotic photography, video, and content. They produce unique, custom, high-quality work that will generate you with more clients, fans, and subscribers. Studio X prides themselves in creating a safe, sexy, and fun luxury service experience unlike any other. Studio X wants their work to remain special, unique, and high-quality. Therefore, they only offer a very limited amount of shoots each month. They focus their energy on you and provide you with the most professional service and best experience possible. They prioritize those that work in the entertainment industry, performance, adult, and sex work community. Listeners of 50 Plus a Tip get $100 off their shoot with Studio X, as well as a Polaroid add-on valued at $150. Just mention 50 Plus a Tip. Model Express in Vancouver is the ultimate destination for sexy and affordable lingerie, dancewear, and exotic high heels. Visit modelexpress.ca for all of your sexy style essentials. For our listeners, use code 50 plus a tip for 10% off all pleaser shoes online. That's 10% off for all pleasers online only at modelexpress.ca. You're listening to 50 plus a tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And thank you so much for joining us. First and foremost, happy, happy Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> we didn't even rehearse that. that was... No, but we did say we were going to do it together. Yeah. So. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so it is February 14th, the day of love. Just before we get into this, all this mushy stuff that I've planned for you today, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good spots. It can be our Valentine's Day gift from you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Unless you're a client listening, then you need to give us money. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you post us or post the podcast and tag 50 Plus Tip Pod, I will repost it. We love seeing them. We love seeing where you guys are listening from and um, the parts that you like. So definitely tag us mm-hmm. in your Instagram stories. It's very fun to see that. Yeah. really feeds our ego. It really does. That's more, that's more what it's about. It's like the little like serotonin I get. Yeah, exactly. People listening to our voices. Uh, so tell us your life updates. What's new and exciting? I mean, we're spending Valentine's Day together, which is obviously. obviously. Um, no, we're going tonight to um, our friend who we actually had on the podcast as well, uh, Jules from Don't Fuck With Me. Uh, she is doing a St. Valentine's Day night of wine, roses, and burlesque show. So we're going to that tonight, which will be really fun to um, support those girls and have a glass of wine and enjoy Valentine's Day um, together forever. <laughs> friends <laughs> um yeah otherwise what else are my love, uh, life updates oh, i'm going to new zealand in two days i guess that's very exciting yeah for I'm, you for <laughs> me um no i am just going for seven days which is going to be a really quick trip but um my childhood best friend is getting married on the friday former and- best friend <laughs> childhood yeah yeah <laughs> i said, I said um but it just so happens to line up with our reading week for university. So I actually don't have, like, I don't miss any university. Um, so, yeah, that'll be good. And I'll also be there for my niece's first birthday, like, uh, the same week. So it's going to be very busy. I'm also going to have to be st- studying um, while I'm there. So I don't think it's going to be a relaxing vacation at all. But it would be nice to see everybody. Yeah, I feel like you're just in New Zealand not that long ago, so it's nice that you're getting... Exactly a year ago almost. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, did you get the um, PowerPoint ready for her wedding that we talked about in another episode about why she should not get married and it's a scam? Because <laughs> I did, and I'll no. send it to you. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, no, I, I'm going to let them live that, live that delusional Side. dream. <laughs> the lie we tell ourselves. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of it uh, for me. How about you? What are your life updates well uh we went to our girlfriend carly's art show a yes. few weeks back the fear of crowds check out her work it's actually fantastic uh, it was it was really cool to see her stuff up on walls and we purchased some of the items yeah and we got a couple pieces putting them up in our own individual homes which looks very cool it's kind of neat to have your like art from like someone you like you know on your 
on your walls. Uh, and check her out. It's carlyhugheshorvath.com. I'll, I'll throw that in the link in the write-up as well so you guys can easily access mm-hmm. her or check her out on Instagram as well. Really, really talented photographer, so... Make sure to look that up. There's also the Taboo Sex Show recently yep. as well, out on the February 2nd, I believe. Never been, didn't go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, our lovely sponsor, Intimo, was there as well as Tantra. And I'm so excited to have the owner of uh, Tantra, Tammy, coming up on the podcast soon. Yes, yes. I'm really excited to sit and chat with her. And Intimo is amazing. They have awesome products. And if you're watching on Patreon, which you should be, um, you can see my little hoodie is the Intimo, one of their hoodies. And I'm gonna. I was gonna read it, but that was a fail last time I tried reading a hoodie I know. that I wrote for on the podcast. So you know what? It says something about sex being for everyone, and it probably says Intimo on it. So. Yeah, it says Intimo pleasurables sex shop for everyone. See, I got it. I got eighty percent of it. So, <laughs> and if you guys don't know that reference, apparently, I maybe or maybe not wore a hoodie about the Cavaliers and we called them the LA Cavaliers and the listeners were quick to correct me. <laughs> like it like came out at four in the morning and by four oh two I swear I had someone be like, it's not LA Cavaliers. What is it? Not LA Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> is it Cleveland? You only know that because I told you. That. No, I cause I wasn't sure if it was Cleveland or Chicago. It's Cleveland, it's right? The Cavaliers. Okay, yeah. Well now I need more <laughs> like, it's not Cleveland. No, it is Cleveland. We'll do a fact check. I'm pretty sure it's Cleveland. Um, so now I'm a little, I have PTSD from like reading my, yeah. <laughs> he's upside down. Anywho, uh, shout out to, yeah, Intamon and uh, Tantra. They're amazing. Check them out for sure. I also did my very evasive, invasive facial procedure that yes. allowed me not to work. <laughs> and um, I went to do the Lumeca IPL. Mm-hmm. I was really excited about this. The lady who does my microneedling suggested it. I went and did a patch test, and then I had to reschedule the next actual like day that I was supposed to get done because I had got my filler done, and I couldn't do it that. And I went again, and they, had to re- they couldn't do it because I guess I have like um, slight like is it called melasma? Melasma. Um, you can't really see it. It comes out a little bit more in the sun, but it's mm-hmm. hormonal. And I guess like um, the light from the IPL will like make it worse or it could. So she's like, let's not even risk it. And I was like, okay, well, you're doing something to my face because I'm here. Yeah. So uh, I did a aggressive chemical peel. And when they say aggressive... <laughs> Yeah, my clients understand now because <laughs> I went and saw them post three days chemical peel and like my I look like a fucking snake. Like I think some skin fell in their drinks. Like, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I like That's get nasty. off their lap and it's like a puff of skin off their Ew. <laughs> like dust. <laughs> Off their, they like have to like wipe their like pants off. No, just kidding. It was pretty bad though. So <laughs> um, but that was fun. I am gonna start doing. I do my mechanoline every six weeks. I'm gonna start doing chemical peel every four and see if that routine goes well for me. I'm gonna start bringing chemical peels because the bitch is aging. So <laughs> okay. What's the face doing? I'm. So are you gonna do every? Chemical peels every four, like between your microneedling. Yeah, I did a whole. It was it was actually a lot of math. I like, yeah, did a whole thing, of, like perfectly of, scheduling it to like not come in between too much. Like, it, don't worry, I'll send you. I'll yeah. send you the link because yeah. I'm doing the math of like every six weeks and every four weeks, and like eventually that crosses over. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show okay, you off, off air. Yeah, yeah. Um, we won't bore the people with my uh, <laughs> facial planning. <laughs> and then I've been okay. It was a thing, as you all know, that Riley reads smut when she does read. It's <laughs> point. A lot of smut. <laughs> that meme was I so gotta funny. I got to get my kicks everywhere. <laughs> it's porn. <laughs> okay, so I was like, you know what? I will throw this horny little thing in bone and I will read one of her smut books. I was like, but I have some stipulations. I want vampires because that's the only kind of like – I like lore, right? Like, I like vampires, mm-hmm. witches, like werewolves, that kind of stuff. Dark, dark shit. And I like a strong female lead. I don't want like damsel in distress kind of. So I gave her a long laundry list of like the, what the book had to entail. Had also had bad boy. Must have some sort of like bad boy. Yeah, and then I gray character you called it. 
Morally gray, yes. Yeah. The the I girls who read terms, yeah, yeah, the girls who read fantasy and like romance know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and then uh, I asked you on what, like, I went through the chili rating on our last episode. I asked you why, which, up to which chili you were comfortable with. And you chose three chilies. That was regret. <laughs> <laughs> In hindsight, one chili was good. Uh, no, okay, so we read, and I actually, would you recommend them check it out? Yeah, I would. Okay. I thought it was good. So we read um, The Crowns of Nyax. Ni- Nyaxia World. Yeah. And it is by... Uh, no, the, the title was The Serpent and the Wings of Night. But it's a part of the Nyaxia yes. World. Yeah. And it is by Carissa Broadbent. Yep. And the first one we read was The Serpent and the Wings of Night. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll read you the summary. <laughs> For humans and mouse <laughs> yes. I'm already embarrassed. Yeah. Now, I know, now I know why you wouldn't post it on Instagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For humans and vampires, the rules of survival are the same. Never trust, never yield, and always, always guard your heart. <laughs> the adopted human daughter of the nightborn vampire king, Aurea, carved her place in a world designed to kill her. Her only chance to become something more than prey is entering the Kajari, a legendary tournament held by the goddess of death herself. But winning won't be easy. Amongst the most vicious warriors from all the vampire houses, to survive, Aurea is forced to make an alliance with a mysterious rival. Everything about Rain is dangerous. He is a ruthless vampire, an efficient killer, and an enemy to her father's crown and her greatest competition. Yet, what terrifies Aurea most of all is that she finds herself oddly drawn to him. But there's no room for compassion in the Kajari. War for the House of Night brews, shattering everything that Aurea has thought she knew about her home. In a kingdom where nothing is more deadly than love, Rain may understand her more than anyone. But their blossoming attraction could be her downfall. The Serpent of the Night, <laughs> Wings of Night, is the first book in the Crowns of Nyaxa series. A heart-wrenching romance is full of dark magic and bloodthirsty intrigue. <laughs> okay, so to gave you my laundry list. Yeah, to sum it up, it's kind of like a Hunger Games-esque setting. It has like trials and stuff. Um, and it's an, obviously from that, it's an enemies to lover type trope. Right, Okay. Read it, and I was like, you know what? I fuck with it. There was, like, I think one sex scene, and then I, I fast-forwarded through it because I, like, I really tried. And the minute she was like, oh, he pushes into my slit, I was like, oh, okay. No. <laughs> I was like, it's just like, you know what? I had an epiphany today, and I'll get to that. But, yeah, it was just too much. They're, like, full fucking – it's not just a paragraph. It's, like, full fucking chapters that people, like – the, I don't know. It's just too much for me. So I'm like, whatever. So fast forward, 50 seconds, 50 seconds, 50 seconds. And then uh, the next one is supposed to be The Ashes of the Star Horse King, which is the second book of the duology. So it's, it's nice and easy. Two books to read. I like that. I don't like the 10 book series. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a novella in the middle. We kind of set you up to know a couple other characters in the in the duology. And that was the Six Scorched Roses, and it's Lilith and Vale. And that one I really liked. It was short, so you're going to read that now. And now I'm on the last one, which is The Ashes and the Star Cursed King. And I'm really liking it. So I might like Schmutt. But I don't <laughs> like Schmutt. I like the Schmutt's the part I don't like the book, so. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes I fast forward the Schmutt, too. Like, if I'm just, like, not in the mood to, like, listen to that sort of thing, I'll just fast forward it. Sometimes yeah. it is too much. Yeah. And, and do you know what I realized today? I was getting ready for class this morning, and, like, First off, I think my neighbor's going to hear it. So she, <laughs> the pushing the slits, like, awkward. Because, <laughs> like, they can, yeah, they can probably hear it within the hallway. Uh, but I realized why it makes me so uncomfortable. Like, it makes my, like, skin crawl when I listen to these, like, intensely worded sex scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's because, do you remember the guy I used to be with who would send me paragraphs being, like, I want to fill your insides, yeah. blah, 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 and just, like, and talk to himself. And it was just, like, tell, ugh. yeah. I get I PTSD from him. Okay. I think that's it. I, I picture these are things he would say. There's a, a guy I was seeing who would talk exactly like mm. these, how these books are written. And I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I I do get it. Like sometimes, even when I'm like, oh, this scene is really hot, some of the sentences I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But that is the cross eye beer. Yeah. That's <laughs> the risks we take. Um, well, I'm really glad that you liked the series. I did do like a bit of a deep dive mm-hmm. and I cross reference things. I made sure the smut level wasn't too chaotic, made sure that it had, you know, ticked all your boxes. So I'm very like, give myself a pat on the back for that one. And then after that, we saw it 
all over TikTok and all, I mean, that's just big brother for you, but like, yeah, we saw it everywhere and a bunch of recommended reading lists after I sent it to you. Okay. Big brother just tricks like my, takes like in my brain. I was in class the other day. This is, I almost, I literally had a tear in my eye. So I was in a group with children pretty much in my classes and she's, we we're like whatever, doing our project or talking or whatever. And then she starts talking about Sophia Ritchie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, weird fact. I did not know that uh, Nicole was adopted, that they weren't even, like, half-sisters. And she's like, who? Like, Nicole Richie. And she's like, who's that? I was like, bitch, you know who Sophia Richie is, who was a fucking nobody through all the 90s and 2000s? And yeah. <laughs> what? You don't know Nicole? Anyway, so then I was like, Nicole Richie's her sister. And she's like, oh, I don't know her. I was like, Simple Life? And she's like, what? And I was like, Paris Hilton? That's so hot. <laughs> yeah. All of the people in my group, there's like five other kids. They're all like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. I was like, you don't know who Paris Hilton is. Devastating. And then I was like, they're like, no. I'm like, that's so hot. Like, you don't know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just doubling down. I did. And I was like, okay, well, Simple Life was massive. It was like two like rich girls that get into work on farms. And they just kind of stared at me dumbfounded. And I was like, you were like big, when Big Brother was kind of like the, one of the original like reality. And they're like, what? And then one of the girls was like, like 1984? Okay, well, rude. Like, at least you're a little cultured, like, you know, 1984. Yeah. Like, no, like the book 1984. Oh, I was like, <laughs> the year back in 1984. <laughs> How embarrassing do you that? I said, oh, she's cultured. Then you're like, didn't get the reference. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> Which you just said, Big Brother, so you really should have got it. Well, uh, Have you read 1984? No. Oh, it's a great book. Mm. You should. But yeah, so that was like a stake to my heart. Yeah. And I just really didn't talk anymore. <laughs> You're like, I'm playing it. Grandma needs to go to bed. <laughs> Back in my day. Oh, so funny. And then what are you about uh, your work updates? I have not really been working. I, too, nay, had, nay. You did work. <laughs> had micro-needling. So. No, no, I said I haven't really been uh, working. Yeah, I have I had a terrible gig. Thank you for bringing it up. You're welcome. <laughs> I went to a Super Bowl party, and there was like, we're using the term party very loosely. Here. Very, yeah. I Super Bowl. I, I went somewhere and it coincided with the time that Super Bowl <laughs> was on, I think is a more accurate reference or descriptor. And it was a one to one ratio of girls and guys, which is like not great. You always want there to be more guys than girls so that, that you can, can be move. great. Yeah. If like they've like handpicked the girls, you already have some rapport with them. But mostly it's shit. Yeah, not if you don't know the people. There's no one to, like, move around to if you don't get along with somebody. Yeah. If two of the guys favor one other girl, like, somebody gets kicked out. Like, it's just, it's a really tricky ratio to work with. Yeah. So, anyway, I go up there. The guys seem really nice. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. The guys have cash. I love that. Um, and then where I was asking, you know, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? And they go, oh, we're not really going to, you know, we're not really into it that much. And I was like, okay, there's no problem. Like, have it in the background. Um, it'll be a good time, whatever. So we're, like, trying to get it on the TV. And they don't want to pay the $20 monthly fee to have the Super Bowl play at a Super Bowl party. And I'm like, okay, this is my first red flag. Mm. And so I get the one guy who um, is really lovely and has, like, the cash and is tipping us. Um, and he signs up for it. And then this other loser turns around and goes, okay, well, it's going to come out of your girl's tips. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, I, I turned around like I couldn't. Like I was on my period, and when I'm on my period, like I get a little <laughs> spicy. <laughs> spicy. And I just like turned around and I was like, <laughs> and he goes, Oh, you didn't like that joke, did you? And I and I said, uh, no, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> oh. Anyway, we didn't get along. But then the guy with the money like ended up having to leave two hours into the gig, which is rough. And then the loser. We were watching Usher's halftime show, and he was just making, like, really homophobic comments, the, uh, like, the entire time. And I was, I just said to him, I was like, you don't have to be jealous. Like, it's fine. Yeah. We could peg was, you. <laughs> you yeah. Really and anyway, it was super uncomfortable, and he just, like, kept saying, like, really homophobic comments Ew. the entire half show. 
And so that that just left me with like a terrible taste in my mouth. And then the third guy ran out of cash and like wouldn't use his card or e-transfer anything. So it was just like not a successful gig for me, which was a bit of a shame. That is annoying. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I made a little bit of money, and I appreciate that always. So, how about you? You had a good gig, though. Um, yeah, I had my client. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him at uh, my club, and he's always lovely. We just have a nice little like daytime gig together. Yeah, at, at the club, and I hadn't seen him in a month, so it was nice to catch up and. It was, I was going to say, it was funny, but that's not the way to preface this. Um, his One of his friends had passed away. So he was talking to me about it and talking about the wake and that or the celebration of life. And then he goes, um, yeah, like he he did he did the maid. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then we're talking some more and, and it, I'm starting to like realize I, I misunderstood. Yeah. And I was like, he he did the maid. And I'm thinking like he was fucking his maid. Yeah. That, which <laughs> is know? exactly what I thought when you but told no, me. But no, maid is like medically assisted whatever. Medically like, assisted something death, right? Yeah. Come on, brain. Come on, brain. Think of things. Um but yes. Um Assisted suicide, basically. Medical, medical assistance in dying. Okay. okay. They had to put the in there yeah, to make really. it it's mad because yeah. that didn't sell as good. But yeah, and I was like, oh, I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought you meant he was like fucking his mane. I was like, at least he died happy. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he like died laughing. He was like, oh my God, no, he like got like medically assisted yeah. dying. Um, which I guess they call it medically assisted dying now. They don't call it suicide. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, probably shouldn't have laughed as hard as his face when you <laughs> No, it's not funny at all. Oh no, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was nice. And then I also had a um, gig for Super Bowl, and it was it was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the uh, the guys that I'd, I'd worked for them before, and uh, I knew quite a few of the girls that were working with us. So it's always nice when you know the people. And um, I find Super Bowl is kind of like you don't have too high expectations because like the Super Bowl is kind of like the tension thing. Yeah. So it's nice when like you already like the people you're going to work for and with. So it's like a good time regardless, like regardless of how much you make. Um, but yeah, I had a nice yeah. Super Bowl. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. The food was great too. So I got to eat a bunch of food and mm-hmm. watch the Super Bowl and hang out with who I liked. So yeah, no complaints on my end. There you go. <laughs> we had vastly different experiences. I know, very different. <laughs> but what can you do? I mean, that's, that's really the risk that you take with uh, gigs is like not, all of them are going to be winners. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes when you're at a private gig, you simply cannot find other people to talk to if you don't like a customer, you know? Yeah, that's the one thing about, like, the smaller gigs, too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Valentine's Day. I have the rest of the podcast will be directed towards the day of love. The day <laughs> of <a> love. <laughs> uh, okay, so I was listening to Dark History Podcast, which I love. It's Bailey Sarian. She's, like, a makeup artist, and she has a dark history podcast where she, like, kind of gives you the rundown of, like, history stuff you maybe didn't learn in school. So, obviously, today was about Valentine's Day. So, I was, like, half listening because I was, like, doing other stuff. But there are some fun takeaways. So, I can't remember where. I think it was in Italy. I can't remember the year. I think it was 1800s. Uh, It was 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, apparently... They like kind of like she's talking about like how like Valentine's Day kind of started, and I think they're a priest. They'd go into a cave. This could be entirely wrong. I'm sorry, Bailey, that I like <laughs> fucked up all everything you tried to teach us. But uh, the priests went into a cave and they'd kill goats. They'd like sacrifice goats, and then they would wipe like the bloody knife, and they would wipe their bloody faces off with like um, a milk like soaked cloth. So that she was like, oh, I wonder if that's where we get like the pink and the red and the white from Valentine's Day. I was like, okay, probably not. It's a stretch, but okay. I didn't think like the 800 century priests were like, ah, great color scheme. <laughs> For sure, Bailey. And then uh, the guys would get naked and they would run around the town with these like thongs they made out of the dead skin of the sheep or the goat mm-hmm. and they'd whip women with them. <laughs> (laughs) 
What? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. Wait. They're wearing them? No, and I think they're just ass naked. That's why I didn't understand either. I was oh. like, why are you not wearing the thongs? Yeah. But no, they would just whip them with women with them. As for what purpose? I stopped listening at that point because okay. I was like giggling about the naked men running around. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, if you guys are actually interested in learning yeah. <laughs> more than I just taught you, uh, yeah. Bailey Sarian's Dark History is a very good podcast. Okay. I think everyone needs to maybe listen to that because I also don't understand how goats turned into sheep. You know what? It's the same, same. Aren't they the same? <laughs> same, same. Cows, horses, same, same. <laughs> okay, not a big farm girl. Okay. City living. All right. Um, okay. So I assume no naked men are whipping you with, uh, well, just maybe not sheepskin oh, thongs. but Yeah, a girl can dream. <laughs> so uh, what are your thoughts on modern day, Valentine's Day? Do you have any, like... What are your typical plans? Do you usually celebrate it? How do you feel about it? I, I want to feel like it's consumerism. Yes. <laughs> no, really I cool. just, uh, I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. I, to me, uh, to me, it's just, I don't know. I don't really understand the point of it, I think. I would much rather receive flowers on any other day of the year. Really? Yeah. Because like, Valentine's Day, I feel like people just do it because it's Valentine's Day and that's what you do. Whereas, like, if you get flowers on a different day, they've actually, like, thought about it. Oh, my God. I just thought about it. We sent, Valentine's, or we sent flowers to our girlfriend today. Yeah. And why didn't we even say happy Valentine's Day with a, a card? I totally forgot it was Valentine's Day. Them. <laughs> because we sent them to her because she had the surgery, not because. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. like, why didn't I even think about that? That's so funny. We just yeah. flowers. It's like, oh, we sent flowers today. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I, I just don't really find it a big deal, I think. Hmm. I always thought that, like, Valentine's Day would be a cute way of, like, asking somebody out if you were single or, like, had somebody that you were interested in. But apart from that, like, I, like, even when I was, like, with people on Valentine's Day, I don't really, had no interest in doing anything. Hmm. How about you? Um, I like Valentine's Day. Um, whether I'm single or in a relationship, I mm-hmm. just like I just love love, and like I hate the people that are like this is like consumerist holiday blah blah. It's like who cares? Like yeah, that there is like that's a discussion we could have, but don't get mad at people when they want to like buy something nice to their partner or do something cute with their partner and just like enjoy the love of it. Like just let them let people yeah. let people be fucking happy. And like I hate those people that are like, so angry with Valentine's Day. For me, even if I'm not doing anything for Valentine's Day. I still, like, get a little smile when, like, I see someone post, like, their partner did for them or, like, they're excited to do something for their partner. Like, I still like watching people be happy with their partners and, like, showcase their love to each other privately or publicly. Like, whatever. I like love. So yeah, I enjoy it. I think it's cute. And if, like, you are maybe with someone who's, like, not as romantic, maybe this is, like, the kind of, like, the day you need for them to, like, get their head out of their ass and do something. Like, if unfortunately some people don't get flowers on random days, like, mm-hmm. and it's, like, the one day where they're – partner maybe like shows up so like whatever enjoy it yeah it was i mean dump him but, <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy it after, after that February 15th. um yeah it was really nice to see people walking around like i was at university day walking around with like roses and stuff yeah i like yeah. that shit i'm cheesy like that but and then when i've been in relationships my partners and i have always celebrated um, but my partners and I always go out for dinners so like mm-hmm. we'll go for like a valentine's day dinner and it's kind of like in my mind i'm like oh i could just like it's, like, the one night I actually don't want to go for dinner because we go for dinner all the time. We go to, like, try new restaurants and stuff. So with my last partner, I was, like, I kind of wished he had, like, made, like, made a dinner at home. We could have made, like, a blanket for it and, like, been, like, cheesy and, like, not had to go out. Yeah. Um, but it was still a lovely dinner we had. Um, but, yeah, now that, like, i am been single forever. <laughs> uh, you and I are celebrating together. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, whatever. Well, it's called Galentine's, Galentine's Day, which I'm not calling it. <laughs> I know my girlfriend was like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I'm going with my girlfriends because we're all single and lonely. And, was yeah. and she's like, Galentine's Day? I was like, no. No, just <laughs> no, going out. Just going out with my friends. gals on Valentine's Day. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> <laughs> Completely coincidental. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of Valentine's Day, how do you expect a suitor to celebrate it? We put this on the poll. Mm-hmm. So I want to, do you want me to give you what the poll answers were first, or do you want to give your answer first? I mean, I think I kind of just answered. I don't really necessarily, like, it's not important to me. Okay. So let so, me re-ask them. Yeah. At what point 
in seeing dating whatever? At what point do you think your partner should acknowledge it to some degree? Like, I'm sure if you had a partner mm-hmm. and he just didn't even, like, acknowledge Valentine's Day and say have Valentine's Day to you and, like, you know, whatever, you'd kind of be like, okay, I could at least have Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's, like, some metric for, like, the base of, like, yeah. at least acknowledge it's Valentine's Day to me. Um, at what point do you think there should be some like, acknowledgement? And then, like, at what points in the relationship do you think that, that acknowledgement changes? That makes sense. Like one one is like a text, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Two is like a phone call. Three is like a gift or a dinner or like. I mean, I, f- I think that depends on the person and like how into somebody you are. Like I think, I don't necessarily think that there's a time metric, but I would say that if you're like seeing somebody, it's just p- polite to say like happy Valentine's Day regardless. Yeah. Okay. If you were... If you've been talking to someone for a while, yeah, and we're like seeing each other for like a month or so, maybe hung out like four times in that month, two months, what would you expect? I mean, it would be nice if there was like a text involved, but I wouldn't be upset if I did get one. If there's no like sort of boundaries of what's happening between you, like. Really, I think it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, make it or break it. Like, if you're seeing someone casually, mm-hmm. that's when they should be putting the most effort, I think. Yeah. So, like, if they don't even fucking reach out to you say happy Valentine's Day, like, they clearly don't know how the dating works. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anything, they should, like, kind of at least acknowledge it beforehand and say, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Do you want to go grab a drink or do you want to go grab a bite? Or, like, I'd love to see you on Valentine's Day. Like, it doesn't have to be something super serious. The acknowledgement, like— you can't not think of the person you're fucking when you know it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like, you, if then if that person doesn't even come up to your brain at all, then, like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, for sure. If, if they don't, I'd be like, it'd be a sign, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Would you say something to them if they didn't say anything to you? The next day, would you be like, hey, it kind of hurt that you didn't mention Valentine's Day? Oh, no, because people like that, it will never go through the skull. Yeah, this is true. Okay, so we asked the listeners, and I'm going to pull five. So... Um, this one says, three months text or casually seeing each other, no date required, six months in, I want dinner. If you're officially seeing each other, Valentine's Day should be acknowledged. I don't expect anything from my boyfriend since gifts isn't my love language, but a cute text would be appreciated. Literally right away. I've had a first day on Valentine's Day and it was super fun. If we're spending any time at all together, you better be getting me some chocolates or flowers. I agree with that, to be honest. Like, that's how I feel. Like, if you're you're courting me because you like me, yeah. Valentine's Day is a point of, like, showing you, you like someone and you just, like, drop the ball. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, no, your I one totally chance to, like, show that effort. Yeah. And have a reason to. Okay. <laughs> so, next step. They do message you. Okay. Okay? You get a date. Okay? Picture it. This is our, yeah. Okay. Picture someone dating you. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> Okay, you don't need to laugh so hard. <laughs> oh my god, our poor sound guy is gonna have to turn that down so much. Sorry, <laughs> Usually, I, I like adjust my mic away from my face, but I know I'm gonna cackle. Um, okay, I got that on my system. Imagine you feel good. It's like laugh therapy. Because <laughs> then part of me just pictures me in the background, like in a, in a hoodie with like a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> well, so someone's taking us on a date. Okay, so. Um, Picture the preposterous, you know, concept that someone date you. someone's dating me. Go off. For free. <laughs> okay. So you're on a first date. So I put out to the podcast listeners, the last thing you Google, you're on a first date, and the last thing you Google is the only thing you get to talk about. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I thought of a fun way to do it would be I'm going to read through the ones we got sent in, or at least some of them because we got sent in too many, so I got to narrow it down. And you tell me. Picture it, you're on a first date, yeah. and someone talks to you about this. Is it a green flag, red flag, deal breaker? Green flag being like, I'm here for it. This is a great conversation. Yeah. Red flag being like, kind of fucking weird, but like, I'll see the rest of the date, like, and maybe keep seeing them. And deal breaker, like, I'm fucking out. Like, this, yeah. like. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. First one. What time, so these are the things they Googled, this is what they have talked to you about. Yeah. What time the tanning salon opens? Okay, yeah. I mean, that's green fly. It's not a big deal for okay. me. Yeah. Oh, we can do beige flag too. So beige flag, you're kind of like neutral. Yeah. I mean, okay. if they're just talking to me about what time it opens, I think, yeah, maybe a 
beige flag. Yeah, okay. That's the topic of conversation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some of these are going to be like a 10-hour conversation, yeah. but like, yeah. Um, why are there so many white cars in South Africa? Apparently, they're cheaper. It's kind of interesting. I'm here for the green flag. I I hit it with green flag. Too. You know what? I there's so many times where I like walk into a um, parkade or like drive into a um, area, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like five white cars in a row. Like that's something that I notice. Actually, white cars are um, have the least amount of crashes, and red cars have the most. Because mm-hmm. so. red cars go faster. That's science. <laughs> the red paint. Um, white cars, I feel like, are actually more expensive. Like my white, my white uh, car cost mm-hmm. more to get a white. Weird. Yeah, but that's something I always notice is, like, when I, like, walk in, like, I go into a parkade and the whole floor is, like, white cars or, like, there's a row of just white cars. It always, like, tickles my brain. So I'm here for a green flag. So we're already having a whole last conversation about this thing. Okay. And you get a green flag. And you get a green flag. Okay. Can ban flow. A type of big rocks, little rocks, trickle down down scheduling. Can what flow? Can ban. K-A-N-B-A-N. Flow. A type of big rocks, little rocks, trickle-down scheduling. I don't know what that is, so I'm kind of here to learn about it. Green flag. Yeah. Also, it's going to be finance bro, though, maybe. So Maybe. We don't know what it is. So green flag. Yeah, we'll find out. She's excited to be a What do you put for that one? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you, if you, anytime someone's bringing something to me that I don't know, yeah. and they are more educated and they can like discuss it with me and talk with me and teach me something, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, systemic oppression. <laughs> May, uh, I'm going to say red flag depending on how that conversation goes. He's like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> big, big fan of systemic oppression. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say red flag. Okay. I just feel like it's also just like a really heavy topic to bring up for first. Day. Yeah. Uh, sex resorts in Mexico. Sex resorts, green flag. I'm here for it. A red flag. Because I showed you a photo of that guy that goes to sex resorts that I know. <laughs> That's who I'm picturing on the date now. Okay. What temperature and how long took bagel bites in an air fryer because I threw away the packaging? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to say red flag just because, like, a top, as a topic on a date. I'd say red flag because you're eating bagel bites for dinner <laughs> as a grown-ass <laughs> man. And the worst part is you don't have to cook them. <laughs> Do you know how many I have done that so many times. I get I go to Costco and I get the two packets of like food and I cut one off and I always use the one with the instructions first. And then by the time I get come to the second packet, I have no idea how to cook it. Okay, practice is not my purpose. <laughs> okay. Is Lisa Vanderpump nice in real life? And how to save the birds? And then they commented unhinged. <laughs> um I'm here for I'm, I'm going to go with green flag. I would How be, do we say This would be a gold flag for me because I love talking about the Vanderpump people and Real Housewives. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, speaking my language. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And how Is do she we nice say? in real life? Who's to say? I don't, probably not. Land for sale in Quinnell. Green flag. Hey, looking for land for yeah. sale. I mean, Quinnell's kind of questionable, but uh, intrusive sexual thoughts, OCD, laugh my ass off. What a good one to explain to a first date. (laughs) Maybe a red flag for that one. (laughs) Uh, Surfs in the Middle Ages. Surfs in the Middle Ages? Mm -hmm. Surfing? No, S-E-R-F-S. It's a type of labor. Oh, Okay. So I'm like, here for it. It's Green flag. Like social class, I think. Oh, let's look it up. Uh, agricultural labor bound under the feudal system to work on their lord's estate. Green flag. I love talking about the Middle Ages. I think it's so interesting. Okay, fun. <laughs> uh, pavlova. It's a type of dessert. Uh, green flag. Pavlova is a New Zealand dessert. <laughs> Mm. The Canuck schedule very hard to make. <laughs> uh, the next one here, the Canuck schedule, very classic Vancouver stripper. I'm gonna say red flag. Just as a topic on a date, you're just gonna tell me what the schedule is. Yeah, I'd be bored. Yeah. Also, why are you talking to Canucks? Do you have? Do you own them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> in which case, green flag. Yeah, <laughs> like gold flag. Uh, whether I can drink alcohol well on antibiotics. The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, no. Yeah, I should say that right on the packet, babe. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
She threw it out. The bagel bites. <laughs> uh, green flag. Just because, of, you know, I can see how that would come up on a date if you're, like, ordering an alcoholic I'd be like, what are you taking antibiotics for? Oh, you could take antibiotics for so many things. But I want to know what. Yeah, great topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're at it. <laughs> Systemic oppression. <laughs> um, Nick Jonas nipples. Just trust <laughs> And then, trust me, <laughs> have you looked this up? No. <laughs> They're massive in these photos. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to say red flag as a topic of discussion. <laughs> okay. Texas stepbrothers who beat stepfather to death for sexually assaulting his stepdaughter. You know, I do love some true crime. I'm going to say green flag. You know what? I'm with you on that one. I do like, I do like un- unhinged uh, crimes. Okay. Canadian Tire. <laughs> Red flag, that place gives me nightmares. Uh, Home Depot's up there, too. Oh, I like, I can, I, it's an event for me to go into Canadian Tire. I get in there and I go delirious. Okay, next one. My own company reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I can see so many Vancouver guys talking about uh, this. That's going to be a deal breaker for me, I that, think. That's a, that's a deal breaker. That'd yeah. be true. So I was looking at my company, and I'll, t- I'll read you the reviews. Yeah. Here. Are they funny? Like <laughs> Bald eagles. <laughs> Green flag. Big bird guy. Uh, <laughs> Quebec art teacher steals students' art. <laughs> Green flag. The solfagio frequencies. It would be an interesting date. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Let's give it a look. It's a music education method used to teach oral skills, pitch, and sight reading of Western music. I'm going to say deal breaker. The thing about me is like, I could not date a musician. Um, what, like any musician? No, none. Huh. Um, that was always like on dating apps oh, or something? I'm sorry. This is... This one says it's it, the frequencies. So that's Falgio mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, this is the frequencies. It helps to replace negative thoughts with positive ones, making it ideal for nervousness or anxiety. I guess it's like you listen to these sounds. Oh, I oh. see. <laughs> Did I just listen to the sound? <laughs> um, okay. So they're a little nervous ball wreck. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with the first one. I'm still going to say deal breaker. Deal breaker. Okay. Uh, blood in my urine. Blood in urine. My <laughs> girlfriend has a UTI. So <laughs> loud. Well, you and your girlfriend. You yeah. Go home. I, that's a, um, probably a deal breaker if I'm on a date with, <laughs> <laughs> with somebody and they're just talking about their girlfriend's UTI. <laughs> uh, cheese. Is paneer and halloumi the same thing? Honestly, I, I think like cheese. It, it's not because one is more of like a cottage cheese type. Thanks, a green flag. <laughs> I've also looked this up. Um, uh, yeah. It's giving. She's the man. I like cheese. I like that. My favorite's Gouda. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm here for it. I love cheese. And last one here, leather suspenders. And are they separate pieces or one piece? <laughs> I, green flag. <laughs> I, mean, I love leather, so I'm here for it. <laughs> Okay, what was the last thing you Googled? Oh. I'm going to pull mine out now. Well, now it's going to be this Solvageo, whatever. Yeah. What was before that? Let's see. Oh, pedagogy. I was looking up. Uh, uh, the Wordle. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I looked up triangulation, which is big on TikTok right now. We're going to talk about it. It's when, like, two people pull you into their drama and, like, try to have you side with them. Mm, okay. And then I was looking up, is scaling <laughs> grades good? <laughs> and then yeah. I looked up how to become a skims tester in Canada. Because <laughs> apparently they give you allegedly $700 to mm-hmm. test their products. And then I looked up um, pedagogy. Okay. I keep my all my profs keep using that term, and I had not heard that before. Yeah. Did you know what that term means? No, I, I've never... Right? And it's come up, like, repeatedly lately. It's the method and practice of teaching, especially as an academic subject or theoretical concept. Hmm. So I'm going to put that in my yeah. lexicon. Uh, yeah, I looked up the Wordle. Um, and then I was doing some, like, Reddit, look, looking up some Reddit stuff for uh, this this whole thing here. Oh, nice. Um, I looked up the difference between gra- uh, 
grading on a curve versus scaling, yes, which we were having a conversation yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I was looking at uh, GIC rates. <laughs> you're looking at what? GIC rates. Oh, cool. Fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you list all those things, do you think mine are red flag or deal breakers? So pedagogy, um, scaling. <laughs> How to be a skims investor. <laughs> skims. A skims tester. <laughs> I think they're fine. I think they're they're green flags. Okay. What about me? What about me? You were looking at scaling. Scaling versus uh, curving. Okay. Uh, the Wordle and uh, what else did I say? GIC rates. <laughs> oh my God, you'd be such a yawn. I'd be like, good check. <laughs> That's but fair. you're selling a nerd, so you might put out. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just happy to be here. <laughs> you might pay the tab. So. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. <laughs> I would date you. Don't I am dating you. We're going on a date tonight. That's true. <laughs> Please don't talk about any of those things. <laughs> okay. So. Fuck Valentine's Day. If you're not celebrating it, I asked if y'all are working instead. And 61% said they are going to go to work. 39% said, nope, they're taking the night off. Mm-hmm. Like us. Yes. <laughs> and then I asked if you guys see a difference with working or not working on Valentine's Day. Like, when you work, is Valentine's Day good or not? And the three answers I pulled here were, it uh, depends where you are. The other one said, we usually have a good military crowd and an older conservative crowd. And then the other one said, it's pretty much the same. I just like dress on theme. So, yeah. Mixed, mixed reviews there. We're going to put a poll up for next week and it's give us your best remark to a rude customer. Mm-hmm. How do you, what do you say back to rude customers when you encounter them? Or what has been like one interaction that you just had the best? And most satisfying comeback for like tell us a situation. Yeah, (laughs) pull blood us. Yeah, yeah. tell us the situation and then your absolute best like nail in the coffin. Yes. Okay. I have a surprise update on Farmer Wants a Wife. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't tell you I was going to tell you, and I told her she can't tell you because I want to tell you on the podcast and I want to tell listeners. Oh, my God, yes. So this was – we talked about this back in – on the – 151. 151. And it was – Give them a rundown. Yes. Um, a lovely friend and coworker of ours um, has been in love with this farmer uh, who she follows on Instagram – uh, and then put it t- together that um, his dad is one of her regulars at the club. So we were left off with how are we going to get them to meet? I seduced a farmer once a wife. We just run our own show. <laughs> um, Still looking for sponsors yes, for that. I'm producers. so excited. Let update us. Okay, so contact has been made. <laughs> 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 okay. So she reached out to him, to the son. To the son. With a handwritten letter and tea bags. Okay. Like in tea bags? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm picturing? <laughs> no, you know what I'm picturing? You know when you're like in primary school and you write an old letter and then you, you like splotch it with bottle? coffee and no coffee and like tea bags and like burn the edges <laughs> to make it look like old? <laughs> I don't think, I, I, now that you say that, I don't think that's what she did. I should ask for clarification. Because I don't know why. That's what I was <laughs> She like went artsy with she it. She puts it in the bottle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> rolls it. <laughs> throws it into like the pond by the farm. <laughs> Find it. Like, really oh, yeah, Okay, so. Not, I don't think that was okay. what happened actually. So yeah, so she wrote him a handwritten letter, gave him tea bags. I think okay. separate from the letter. Yeah. <laughs> not Not dripping on the letter. And he got in contact with her, (laughs) and they have a pending date. She did it. (laughs) Without our help. I know. (laughs) And she's optimistic. Yeah. She thinks this could be a a long-term thing, could be good, could be a good match. Yeah. And she's made the decision to stop seeing the dad as a client. She hasn't told the dad anything. She hasn't told the son but that's like that's her was her decision to kind of just like yeah. that at bay and see that's where this goes. Probably with the sun. best, yeah. I to be a fly I on the know. wall. I think we've earned a it. the date. 
Oh. Yeah, should we should we ask where she's going and then just yes. like also go to that restaurant? Which I will. <laughs> With my letter. <laughs> With my tea stained letter. Burning the edges. Um, to be a fly on the wall for the first time that she meets his family. Well, that would be hard to, <laughs> to pass. No, everyone goes to, to the restaurant. I thought you meant the restaurant, and that's fine, but their family home. No, like, but like, be to there? see her meet his dad. I would love that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened to you where you show up somewhere and, like, your client's there and you guys both have to pretend like you don't know each other? Um, not Not really. I don't, I can't, I can try to remember. I don't think that's ever happened when I see them in person, but I definitely have had people know my clients mm-hmm. and start talking to them, and I have to pretend like I don't even know who the fuck that is. I'll say the wrong name. Say yeah. the name was like... James. And you're like, oh, John? Yeah. Andrew Anthony? <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I really commit to the bit of not knowing anyone ever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my farmer's Oh my God. Update what a you. great Valentine's Day for me. You're so welcome. That's my gift. Don't ask me for anything else. <laughs> No flowers, nothing. Okay, we have a quiz. Yes. What kind of Valentine are you? Fabulous. And this is by Pro Profs, so it sounds very professional. Yeah, uh, we've we've moved past BuzzFeed, have we? We'll probably go back. Yeah. I always go back to BuzzFeed. We'd love to shout out our sponsor, Levian Lash, for bringing our lashes to life. At Levian Lash, you'll be in great hands with Liz. With over six years of experience, Liz can create any set of lashes you desire, from natural classics to the most dramatic mega volumes you could ever imagine. If extensions aren't your thing, you can opt for that clean girl aesthetic with lash lifts and brow laminations too. Find some time to schedule some much-needed self-care with Levian Lash. You'll receive $25 off your first visit for any service of your choice with code 50 plus a tip. Intimo is a local sex shop that celebrates our industry in a spicy and empowering way. Proudly representing many sex workers in queer-owned businesses, community, and education is at the heart of what they do. With over 300 hot sex toys available online, their collection is curated intentionally to help you find what you're looking for so that you can have an affirming experience in the bedroom. They even make their own plant-based pleasure products, so make sure you try out our favorite one, Smooth Operator, their hyaluronic acid water-based lube. Use promo code 50 plus a tip for 10% off your online orders. Whether you're shopping from the comfort of your own home or visiting their adorable storefront in the heart of Victoria, they've got a little something special for you. Did we mention they're also sex worker owned and operated? Check them out online at intimopleasureboutique.com and remember to use your promo code 50 plus a tip. That's five zero plus a tip. Okay, perfect. Okay, so the first one is what kind of movie do you like to watch? Anything with blood, guts, and gore? Something that will make you laugh and maybe cry at the end? Ones with happy romantic endings. I'm going to say laugh and then maybe cry at the end. Mine's, I think, blood, guts, yeah, and gore. I know. Which of the following songs appeals to you most? At last, my love has come along. Love stinks. Why can't we be friends? Um, love stinks sounds like, and I don't know what that song is, but it sounds like a 90s breakup song. I think it's from the 80s, that song. But yeah. I do love the 80s. I'm going to go yep. Love Stinks. Why not? I'm going to do my last My Love Has Come Along. What are you going to eat on Valentine's Day? Surf and turf in that order. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never turf, turf and surf. <laughs> uh, fancy French food. G- garlic, stinky cheeses, and raw onions. Okay, well, that sounds very German, actually. But I'm going to say fancy French food. Oh, I love a surf and turf. Oh, but you love French food. Actually, we went to a French restaurant recently. We were very disappointed. Yeah, it was not that great. Oh, you're right. I'm going to do surf and turf. What a bummer. Although I do love French onion soup. Okay, we'll do French food then. No, I already passed it. Okay, well, let's see where we're at now. Do you have a significant other? I love my boo. It's complicated. Screw that. Being single rocks. <laughs> it's complicated. Yes, yes, it is. Because... <laughs> What kind there, of, but <laughs> uh, I have many lovers. Uh, what kind of Valentine card did you give out in elementary school? Whatever cartoon was popular at the time, I didn't give out Valentine's cards or hearts, flowers, kisses, and the occasional unicorn. Oh, I didn't give out Valentine's cards. It's the basic hearts, whatever. Did you actually do that? Like, do, do people do that? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. That was 40 years ago. <laughs> 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 My dementia's already kicked in. What do red roses mean to you? Romantic love and passion, 
a sweet gesture of love, thorns, and a waste of money. <laughs> so bitter. Um, a sweet gesture of love. I would say romantic love and passion. Passion. Why do you whisper passion <laughs> like that? I can hear you in my head. Yeah. Like whisper my ear. <laughs> What's the most romantic gift you've ever received? A six-pack of tacos. Six-pack. Six-pack of tacos. Roses and a box of chocolates. Every gift my sweetie gives me is more romantic than the last. Okay, well, that makes me buff, so I'm going to say roses and a box of chocolates. You know, I'm going to do the last one because my ex did give really good gifts. Not the most recent one, the Mm -hmm. one before. What's your romantic philosophy? You make me want to be a better man. We'll always have Paris. Love is like a horse-drawn carriage ride. It seems romantic at first, but eventually you realize you're cold. That's so crazy. I always say that. You always say that really long, lengthy <laughs> one about being cold on a carriage ride. It's like, well, Riley wrote this? Yeah. <laughs> um, you make me want to be a better man. I'm going to be the pessimist and say, actually, no, we'll always have Paris. Okay. I, it's a great movie. And um, yeah. What? Who is Hollywood's ultimate leading man? Cary Grant, Chris Farley, or Tom Cruise? I'm going to go with Cary Grant. Oh, Chris. I love Chris Farley. He was brilliant, and he died way too young. Um, but I guess, like, leading man, yeah, I guess Cary Grant is, like, notoriously. I don't know why not Tom Selleck's not in there. I know. Fine. What is the following? What of the following sounds like the best Valentine's Day ever to you? Sitting on the couch eating popcorn and watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Dancing with my friends to a hip band. <laughs> Hip, hip, hippity, hippity hop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dining out and getting a hotel room for the night. Um, hip, hop. <laughs> I would say sitting on the couch eating popcorn and watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, okay. That is what we do Monday through Sunday. <laughs> so, and dining out and getting a hotel room, like, also I do that a lot. I'm always out eating. And I'm always in hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> so I would probably go dancing with my friends, which is what we're doing Cute. tonight. Yeah. Few, few results. results. I'm a romantic Valentine. Fuck, I am too. How? Uh, uh, it was that we'll always have Paris tipped you over the edge. Yeah, and then you stole my surf and turf, right? Not turf and surf. Nay, <laughs> <laughs> nay. Okay, your romantic Valentine. Ryan and I both got this one. You like spending the day with the one you care the most about. See, that's why you're with me all day. Yeah. If it's not your soulmate, you don't spend the day with him slash her. You're all about dinner dates, flowers, and scented candles. Oh, I do fuck with scented candles. You really love the sensual closeness and being in tune both physically and emotionally. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. What Do you consider yourself a romantic? Mm, mildly, maybe. Mm. How about you? I mean, I, yeah, you do, right? Oh, yeah. I'm heavy on the romance. Yeah. Like, I get, like, even, like, I mean, I would consider it. Actually, you know what? Sidebar conversation. My class about marriage mm-hmm. is about, like, uh, monogamy as well. It's, like, a big component of it, of the class. Of marriage, and, which is famously monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I was listening to... <clears throat> a podcast, excuse me, by um, For the Wild podcast. I actually recommend this episode. And she talks with Dr. Kim Talbert, um, and who's an indigenous woman. And she's talking about the idea of like soulmates and like romantic relationships and like your person. And she kind of challenges that saying like she calls people in her life her sweeties. And they're, like, the people closest to her that she has, like, love for. And that, like, you don't need to be in, like, a romantic monogamous relationship to have that level of love for someone. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I thought, and I think that's something, like, I think sex workers really understand that. Like, I have that kind of love for, like, you and, like, my closest friends. Like, it would be, like, on par or not more love for you than I had with my partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, even when... <clears throat> Excuse You're me. You're getting emotional there. I'm really getting choked up a little bit. <laughs> a hairball for fuck's sakes. <laughs> but yes, emotional hairball. <laughs> um, even when like, where like, 
planning stuff for our friends, like our girlfriend who's had surgery, and we're, like, kind of orchestrating, like, how to get her the flowers when she doesn't live here anymore, and, like, how to, like, we, like, organize it with her partner to, like, Mm -hmm. get it at this time and and, and all that stuff. Or, like, even me and my girlfriend's plan, like, a Zoom date. And, like, my one girlfriend, we are going to order, like, food, like, a similar style food. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, we're eating dinner at the same time. Like, all those, to me, that's romance. Like, yeah. that's romance. And, like, there's ways to, like, romanticize your life even, like, in your own world by yourself. But, like, I find all those things are romantic. Like, showing love and affection for, mm-hmm. like, the people outside of your, like, sexual partnership. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I definitely consider myself a romantic person. Because I'm better than everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what has, what was your, like, most memorable Valentine's Day? In a good way or bad way? Because that's a really bad one. A good way. Okay, because I've had some horrible Valentine's Day. I just remember my boyfriend, like, throwing these fucking roses at my face. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> a good one. Uh, to be fair, I've had a really bad one. <laughs> I don't really think about me. I'm not a romantic man. I fucking hate that. Stupid consumerist fucking. <laughs> this entire episode just turned my whole, whole opinion around. Um, I don't know which the best one would be, to be honest. Um, my, like, best Valentine's Day memories are, like, m- time with my parents. Like, they always, even, like, at my age now, they'll have, like, a hint, hint, mom and dad. I'm expecting this when I come home in a couple days. Yeah, because uh, your parents listen to this podcast. They probably, my mom probably does. I would be surprised. I'm never saying them again. <laughs> oh, yeah, they know some things about you. <laughs> they know some things. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so I was at my parents' house the other day, and... I was, like, talking to her, and she was, like, you came up, and then she's, like, you know what? Actually, I should stop letting you come here unless you bring Riley. And I was, like, I was going to fuck myself. What the fuck? So if she listens, she still doesn't fully hate you yet. So. Perfect. Well, then, hi, Mom. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the most memorable Valentine's Day. I remember I must have been, like, nine, 19. Mm-hmm. And I had a really big crush on a guy I went to high school with. <laughs> He's such a gross human. <laughs> He's such a loser. But I really liked him in <laughs> high school, of course. It's so cringe when you look back at what you thought were like godsends. And oh, you're I like, know. what the fuck? That hairline? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and he asked me about for Valentine's Day, and we went to the movies on February 14th. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> Valentine's Day, yeah, I want to spend Valentine's Day with me. I just remember where we sat in the movie theater. Yeah. I don't remember what we watched because I'm sure the whole time I was just like <laughs> staring at him. Uh, he like turns my head to the screen. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I think Okay, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Why? He survived. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> Whatever. He's fine. He's married with kids. He's happy. <laughs> Sorry, misses me terribly. <laughs> My loving, supportive self. <laughs> Can't believe it didn't work out between us. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally crying. But it's so sad. It's because it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a romantic. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So I remember that one. <laughs> that was went foreshadowing. <laughs> Pull it together. I can't. I you knew the fucker. Oh. Anyway, so that's memorable. <laughs> Woo. Shout out to you. I'm glad you're doing well. And uh, yeah, that was good. But yeah, mostly like my parents, like just like always having like that kind of like love for me and like. You know? Mm-hmm. Always wanting, like, you to feel, like, loved, no matter, like, the holiday. I appreciate that a lot for my parents, no matter what age I, I am at. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of, like, I haven't had, like, these, like, 
insane Valentine's Days. But it's more so like I just like I kind of like to be like a fly on the wall and enjoy Valentine's Day as like an observer of other people's love. Mm-hmm. It's so lonely over here. <laughs> How about yourself? You that horse carriage is gold. <laughs> it's so gold in my carriage. Um, my favorite Valentine's Day today was when I still lived with um, my old roommate, Ellen, um, and like in this big house. And I would say the day before or two days before Valentine's Day, the heat completely um, went off and it was absolutely freezing. And we had both just been like broken up with slash like the guys that we were seeing had just sort of like ended things. And so it was so cold in the house. I had a electric blanket and she had like a electric heater so we have we're just sitting like toe to toe on a couch um like facing each other uh we drank an like entire two liter bottle of wine did you say toe to toe yeah why i feel like i just pictured your little toes like interlocked with each other (laughs) (laughs) no but because we had to share the blanket and then had the heater as well and we just drank like an entire two liter bottle of wine and just like picked apart people on dating apps and we're just like in hoodies and toques because it's so freaking cold gremlins yeah yeah it was and I have this photo of her sitting across from me just like wine and phone in hand with her toque on like under the blankets just it was such like a fun little like date that we had. We'll yeah, I love that. So, yeah, I, that's a, that's kind of my thing about like the sweeties concept mm-hmm. of like the content or the concept of that is like that like that kind of love can be like outside of like just a monogamous partnership. Yeah. So like that's what I think about Valentine's Day is like I love when I see like people celebrating just like love in general, like whether it be a partner or whether it be with friends too, right? Yeah. So on that note, we hope you had a lovely Valentine's Day. You'll probably hear this on the – we'll put this out tomorrow morning. So yep. we'll get on the 15th. But we hope you all had a lovely Valentine's Day, whatever that looked like, whoever you celebrate with, even if it was just you or yourself and Find your yourself. sex toys from Intimo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that is it for this episode. Thank you for the laughs. Yeah. <laughs> As always, you can find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod or email at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com. That's five zero plus a tip. Send us any questions, comments, stories, jokes, whatever you got for us. Yeah, tag us. We love it. Yeah, tag us in your Instagram stories. We'll repost them. We love seeing that. Yeah, I think that's uh, it. If you want to see this full episode uh, video and audio, you can sign up to our Patreon at 50 plus a tip uh, that can be found in the link in our Instagram bio, 50 plus a tip pod. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all. Awesome. Well, once again, happy Valentine's Day. Have a wonderful week. And happy happy whoring. Goodbye. Ew. (laughs) That was so on time. (laughs) 